This is a story of sorts, the podcast mostly about bookish stuff, and I am your host, Karina Pereira. Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Footnotes. It's bloody hot here in the Netherlands. I had the great decision to go shopping on my bike, basically as usual, took more than I could carry, almost, pretty much, still managed. I was a bit wobbly on my bike with all the groceries. It was sweltering hot, so I was sweating when I got home. What does this have to do with the books? Absolutely nothing, but I thought I'd share. And now, of course, let's get into my readings of May. So May was actually in the last few weeks, time has been a bit weird because time has been going faster than kind of expected. I guess it should be expected by now because it's like this every year, especially after March, I think. Like January lasts for a long time and then after March, time just flies. But my mind has has been a bit busier because I am looking for another job, etc. And I got great news. I actually got another job. So I'm still continuing to work at the bookstore. But I did find a job now as a receptionist. I'm a bit nervous because obviously Dutch isn't my first language. And I'm gonna have to talk a lot in Dutch and to, you know, pick up phones, etc, etc. But on the other hand, I'm trying to speak more and more Dutch. And I do feel like there's an improvement in the language and there has been now for at least three years and I hope I can you know with that job also develop myself more I'm going to be a receptionist while on one hand I am nervous on the other hand I'm very excited to begin and I think it's also going to be a fun job because there's a lot to do I've been there um, yesterday And it was really, it seemed really interesting. And I'm also going to work with colleagues, which is really nice. And well, you know, hopefully I will be making more money and I will be able to continue to buy more books. Last year, I went on a book buying ban mostly because of financial reasons and you know because I I haven't been working a lot and so I hope that now I can just go on a book buying ban because I get overwhelmed with my TBR, but not because of financial reasons, okay? I need to save up. But anyway, I'm here to talk about the books that I have read in May. It wasn't a lot, like I didn't read a lot, Um, but let's get into them then. I started by reading uh, what was at the time an advanced reading copy. Now the book is out and is This Time Tomorrow by Emma Straub. I must say, I really love books about time travel and when there's like, you know, when time is messed up, um, I usually really like them. And this one was a really nice book. And the main theme of the story was actually a relationship between a father and a daughter, which very often in books you kind of get like the focus on a romance, but not this time. This time it was really between, yeah, the relationship between a daughter and her father and the main character, I I forget names, don't ask me names, but the main character is this woman and, you know, she works at a school and then one evening on her, I think, 40th birthday, she falls asleep somewhere in her father's house and then she wakes up with 16, at 16. So she has the body and she is at the time when she was 16, but her mind know all the things she knows at 40. And then the story kind of goes back and forth between present and past and the relationship with her father, because when she was 40, when she is 40, her father is sick at the hospital. 
And although I really liked the story, I did have some trouble, not trouble, I wouldn't say trouble, but the writing was not, to me, very interesting. It actually made me think a little bit of Magpie, which is a book that I read a couple of months ago, and the narration, the writing in itself did not pull me in so much, but the story was nice enough. I think I gave it three and a half stars or four stars even, and um, because as I said, I really enjoy the story in general, but the writing was not, you know, the kind of writing that just keeps me going and going and going. The next book was called Gay Giant by Gabriel Ebensperger. I think I am saying that right. And it was a graphic novel about uh, the life of this boy and then man growing up in Chile. And it is also, I think it is Chile, I'm pretty certain that it's Chile. And it is also about, you know, growing up gay as a boy in the 90s, which is kind of different than today, of course. And I, I saw a lot of things, like I, I recognized a lot of things from when I was a child myself in the story and the way that, you know, queer people were treated and how everything was like a bit hush-hush and, and all. And I really enjoy the fact that there is like the, the, the main character and the squares in which the main character takes a part on are pink. So there is pink throughout the whole book and that really made the main character and, you know, the story pop up. Um, I really enjoyed it. Like, I, I honestly, it's, I think, I am, I'm not sure, but I think the story is already out, that the graphic novel is already out. And um, yeah, I really liked it. The next book was actually a Portuguese book because in May I went on vacation to Portugal for a week and when I go on vacation, when I go to visit my family, I always take the chance to buy books that I can't easily get here because if I actually ship books here, it's very expensive um, and so I usually buy books there and the next book was Os Vivos e Os Outros, so The Living and the others, I guess you would translate it like that. And it's by José Eduardo Agolusa, uh, who actually has books translated into English. Several of his books are translated into English and several other languages. And he is from Angola and is one of my favorite writers. Definitely one of my favorites writing in Portuguese. This book actually to me, was a bit, I guess, of a, I wouldn't call it a disappointment, because his writing is always flawless, so it's unfair to call it a, a disappointment when I still gave it four stars, but throughout the book, for a long time, not a lot was happening, and there was, I don't know, um, there were scenes that I really didn't understand why does this matter, why should this be here, and I think that the premise was really good, because the premise is they are in the island of um, Mozambique, and basically there's like this author's conference, presentation of books, etc. And several African writers are in that island that weekend because of that presentation. But somehow they lose connection to the mainland. So, you know, they, they, they are in the island of Mozambique and they lose connection with Mozambique. Um, and nobody knows what the heck is going on. Like internet doesn't work, phones don't work, nothing works. Uh, they are kind of isolated. And then you kind of get to know why, but I think that there's a lot more to the story that could have been developed and I was expecting to be developed and was not. Um, but like I said, I still really much enjoy the, um, the writing and I did enjoy the story. I was just hoping for more. Honestly, I was hoping for more. The next book was actually probably my favorite from the month and it was an audiobook and it's called 
Olga Dice Dreaming. And I loved it. Like, I, I when the book came out, the, it was one of those books on Instagram where people either really liked it or they complained about it. And I honestly saw a lot of people kind of complain about th about things in the book. But I also saw some, you know, Latinx um, bloggers and bookstagrammers talking about it. I am not uh, Latin, Latin. Like, so... Maybe there were things about the story that I didn't pick up because of that. But uh, Latina, not Latin, I'm so sorry, Latina. So yeah, so maybe there were things about the story that I didn't pick up. But for me, I really liked it. Um, this is the story of like, you know, there's this woman, she has like a catering for weddings business. But then um, her brother is a politician. They are both Puerto Ricans, Puerto Ricans, I think that's how you say it. And they are trying you know his brother comes with that situation in, in which he is trying to do the best for Puerto Rico their mother um is sort of like a rebel or she's part of a rebellion she is actually the head of the rebellion and they want better things and better laws and better conditions for Puerto Ricans so the whole story is between the relationship between the brother and the sister that political side of fighting for better rights and better conditions, but also the relationship that they have or actually don't have throughout the book with their mum and what that means. And I, I truly loved several things about this book. I think the characters are very well developed. Also the stories, there are a few things that I was like, okay, I already know what this is going to happen. You know, I already know what's going to happen here. Uh, I can see what the trouble, and f I don't want to spoil anything, but for those who read it, like, the issue, I don't like calling it an issue, but the thing that the brother was being blackmailed about, for me, that was like, okay, did you really have to go there? Because it's a kind of a plot device that has been used so much. I'm not sure I really liked it, to be honest, but I understand why it was used. Yeah, so there was that, that for me was a bit like, hmm. I don't know, I'm not sure about this, but the, the problems that exist, both personal, but also the one, you know, what makes the plot advance, etc. I found it very interesting and it was very entertaining. Like it was a very entertaining book and it was the sort of book that I just, you know, I wanted to continue to read to figure out what the heck was happening. Narration, and I can check the narration here actually, was by Almari Guerra, Inés del Castillo and Armando Riesco. And it was flawless as well. Like, really liked it very much. One thing at the end, though, kind of threw me off a bit. Because I think there is something that happened, like, with the main character that was a bit out of character. Like, considering the person she is and she was, what she did at the end. Yeah, but I do understand. Like, under the circumstances, I do understand and I do see why it happened. But like I said, there's only, like tiny little bits in which I can understand why people would complain about the story but in general I think it was really really good. The next book was another graphic novel. It was actually a graphic novel, a sapphic graphic novel between two women who meet each other in Paris. There's a lot of art involved. I just thought it was a bit weird because at some point it kind of sounds like a period drama graphic novel but it is like I think it's in the present and the dialogues were kind of weird and wonky. They didn't seem to fit our times, even for like rich people, because one of them was pretty rich. Um, so I was a bit confused by that and I'm not sure I really like that. So I, I gave it three stars because like the whole story was okay, but that just kind of threw me off a bit. 
another excellent audiobook. It's curious because I haven't been hearing a lot of people talk about Manifesto uh, by Bernardine Evaristo. And Manifesto is actually a memoir. And I, I actually didn't know that. I thought it was, you know, she... I thought it was her writing about her career specifically. But it is not. It talks a lot about a lot of things, including her career. And it's so interesting. Like, the way she explains what happened to her, how she grew up, how she became a writer, etc., etc. is so interesting that... I'm honestly surprised that I didn't see more people talk about it. Maybe it was just my timeline. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I didn't see the book going around much, which is a shame because it's really, really good. It's a short book as well, especially for a memoir. Like when you have a memoir, you are used to have a book that is thick. And I listened to this on audiobook read by Evaristo herself. But we have the book in the shop and it's a very thin book. So I don't know how many pages it has but I would say maybe 200 or something like it's definitely a, a small book a thin book and yet it's so interesting and it contains so many interesting things in it and um, do I know any other word except interesting Jesus Christ what the heck is happening today um, like a lot of good tips for writers and persevering and another thing that also happened with her is that you can imagine always that authors started very young but she became famous, she became well-known kind of late in life, you know, like for the standards that we usually apply. Um, yeah, and, and she's just, I find her very wise and I really enjoyed listening to her read the memoir as well. The last book, this was the last book, it was yet another graphic novel. I said I was going to start reading more graphic novels and I did, which means that... This month, I've read like two books in print, um, and that's perfectly fine. And the last one was a story in Dutch, and it's called Frem de Folk. And Frem de Folk plays with the idea of how immigrants are treated. Except that this time, instead of being like black people and people of color in the Netherlands, it was Dutch kids... In another country, it does not specify, but in another country with um, majorly black people with the roles reversed. So not the world as we know it now, where there's like white supremacy, but in a world where there is like, you know, I would say black supremacy. And um, honestly, it was written by someone who actually works with youth. And the book is about youth and about the troubles in which youth that come from a certain background you know, get into because they don't get enough support and because people assume immediately that they are going to fail in life. And sometimes they do because there is already like this kind of prophecy behind it, um, about especially about like class as well. So not only race, but also race, but also class. But I didn't know like at the end, the thing that happened at the end kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. And I don't really know what to say about it. Because again, like I said, the person who wrote it or the person who helped came up with the idea helped writing is a white person and I also think that sometimes there is some danger in doing this kind of swapping in the stories like that and the end didn't really fall well on me but again I am not a person of color I am an immigrant but I am not an immigrant from a group that is marginalized and therefore I cannot read that book and 
say and be a sensitivity reader for that i cannot read a book and say okay this is a good way to pick up the story this is like a sensitive way to pick up the story nothing wrong with that like i have no idea but i i can't also 100% say oh this is a terrible idea to write this book because I kind of think I see what they wanted to do, or actually I see what they wanted to do with the story, but I cannot 100% say that they managed to do it. Um, so therefore, I gave the book three stars because, again, I didn't like everything about it. I didn't think that everything was appropriate in the story. So yeah, so that's um, that's that's what I thought anyway that's how the story fell to me maybe I'm being unfair and maybe um, you know maybe this is this what I'm saying makes no sense and someone else will read it and understand the situation and say this is really good but uh, but that's how I felt it and that's it for this month seven books that's what I've read I had some really good stories others more or less actually I just realized that I forgot to say who are the authors of Paris and that's Andy Watson for someone who might want to check the book um, but yeah I'm really really happy I read Olga Dice Dreaming it's definitely went to the list of one of my favorites of the year and I will be returning in a few weeks I actually this month I was supposed to post three three episodes and I know I have been failing in this because as I said especially with worrying about work and everything the podcast has been not a priority. I'm still interviewing people and I'm still have fun interviewing authors and preparing interviews, but I do know that I want to change things up for next year, especially because as I got the new job and I'm going to take more hours and hopefully things go all right and I continue to, you know, get the hours, work the hours that I'm working at this time um, or that I'm expecting to be working. I want the podcast to be something that still brings me joy but it's still a hobby it's not paying for my bills it's actually not really giving me um any profit at the moment i mean um it's not really giving me profit you know but i do it for fun i don't do it for the profit but i gotta make sure that it continues to be fun and like i said i want to switch things up next year i'm going to take a break but you know it's a bit it's a bit precocious maybe a bit early to be talking about this about the the new season when it's halfway through the year but i have already quite a few interviews uh, recorded that i need to edit so for me i'm already seeing the end of the year because i pretty much have enough people to bring the podcast up to the end of the year and this month i actually forgot to record one episode because i didn't realize i skipped a week and i didn't realize that i was late um and then i was like oh i should have posted it this week and i didn't so i'm gonna post it next week and that's why there was no episode on like the first or second week of the um, of the month even though there was supposed to but here it is, uh, the footnotes as well. And then when time comes, I will explain what I'm planning to do for next year, which I think it's going to be very fun. For now, well, that's it. And I'll see you next time. You can access today's show's notes via my pod page, which you can find along with all of my social media links at linktree slash Karina Pereira. 
If you have enjoyed this episode, please consider supporting A Story of Sorts on Patreon. Patreon is a platform which allows you to contribute monthly to the podcast in exchange for extra content such as early access to episodes, a shout out at the end of an episode and on Instagram, and choosing a theme for me to talk about on the podcast. You can become a patron at patreon.com slash a story of sorts. Leaving a review would also be highly appreciated. Don't forget to subscribe to get a notification when the next episode hits. I'll talk to you then, and thank you for listening.